Aha. The term power has a lot of misapplied connotations to it. When we think of powerful people, we think of influence, wealth, prestige, status, and the ability to have others do our bidding. All of these are not power. As much as we'd like to convince ourselves that women are attracted to this definition of power, or that men are, this is false. Because what I've described, described as aspects of power here are really manifestations of power. Here is a secret revealed to you, for you. Real power is the degree to which a person has control over their own circumstances. Real power is the degree to which we can actually control the directions of our lives. When we allow our thinking, our personality disorders and our mental schemas, combined with their accompanying behaviors, to determine the course of our decisions, we relinquish real power. The man who succumbs by force or by will to the responsibilities, liabilities, and accountabilities that are required of him by society, marriage, commitment, family, fatherhood, career choice, the military, etc., leaves him very little influence over the course of his own life, very little power. The painter Paul Gauguin is one of history's most powerful men. At middle age, Paul was a successful banker, the wife, children, and by all appearances, a man of great merit and considerable wealth. Then one day, Paul decided he had had enough and wanted to paint. He left his wife, children, his money, and decided he would become a painter. He cast off his former life to live with life, to live the life he chose. He had the power to assume control of it. Eventually, he died in Tahiti, but not after having one of the most interesting of lives and becoming a world-renowned painter by letting go of what controls him and gaining powder, power, gaining a direction in his life, having control over his circumstances. This was Articles of Power from a book by Rolo Tomasi. I'll let you guess which book it was.